You're listening to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and this week we are talking about practice number two from the Deep Level Self-Care Series. We're talking about going from people pleaser to boundary badass. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. It's so good to be here again. I'm on, I guess you would say part two, but it's not, it's like 11 parts. So the second, the second self-care, deep level self-care practice that I'm sharing with you today, which are setting boundaries, becoming a boundary badass, going from people pleaser to boundary badass. I knew I would get it right at some point. So I have my notes here. So if you see me looking over here, it's because I have my notes. And for those of you who are listening, if you want to hang out with me and see me, see my face, you can come over to YouTube and hang out with me there. So let's get started. Let's get right into it. Um, I always say that boundaries are the foundation for deep level self-care. And the reason I say that is because if we don't have strong boundaries that we're maintaining to protect our energy and our time, then it doesn't matter how much self-care or self-love that you're practicing, it's always going to get wiped out again. And so by creating boundaries to protect yourself and also just to make yourself happier and to experience, have a better experience, then I'm getting like notifications. I'm so sorry. Um, then, then all those, those self-care practices that you start doing, they'll have a much more profound effect. And then it also is a compounding effect because you're not constantly being wiped out. Right. And so I know this from personal experience because I spent years and years as like an award-winning people pleaser. And so setting boundaries and maintaining boundaries was a process that I had to go through after I, um, suffered a very um, dramatic, I would say, stroke at the age of 39. And I had to kind of rebuild my health after that and really learn how to take care of myself at the deeper level. And setting boundaries was a huge part of that, huge part. And it's not always an easy thing to do. It could be quite uncomfortable, but on the other side of that discomfort are so many benefits. And I'm just going to look at my notes because I have so many benefits here. So reducing stress and anxiety, um, creating more space and time for yourself for rest and for fun things to do, creating space and time for fun, right? Um, deeper, more authentic relationships, expanded creativity, improved health and improved sleep. And I'm sure there's many, many more, but those are some of the ones that I could think of off the top of my head or that I wrote in my notes. <laughs> and I think we could agree that those are pretty dramatic results, right? These are pretty, for me, they were life-changing and 
to a certain degree, life-saving results that I needed at the time. And so today I'm going to go over how can you spot where you need a boundary, how to create a boundary, and then how to maintain it, because these are all important steps. Um, so one of the reasons that we all get to this point where we come, become people pleasers, and I have to say this is definitely more dominant in women, is because society expects us to be the nurturers, to be the caretakers, to always be taking care of everybody else before we take care of ourselves, at the, even at the detriment of our own happiness and our own health, right? This can be an expect, expectation of society or even certain communities. And I would say that some women actually even wear this as a badge of honor, like how much can they give of themselves as like showing how their worth almost it's almost like they hold their worth in how much they do for others and now i'm not saying that you should completely just um not care about anybody else and just put yourself first all the time what i'm saying is to at least care for yourself at the same level that you're caring for the other people in your life and i think that's so important right and if we start practicing this like we start putting ourselves first and giving us the care ourselves the care that we need then we get to take that well-rested happy version of ourselves and then we get to put that version into our family into our communities into our work and so it's not selfish doing these things for yourself it's it's actually the opposite because you're giving a better version you're presenting the best version of yourself to everybody else so Setting and maintaining boundaries is part of this care. Part of this deep level self-care practice is setting and maintaining boundaries. Now, let's get right into how do you know where you need to set a boundary? Because if you were like me, right, and you spent years and years as a people pleaser, you probably didn't even like realize that you needed to set boundaries, you know, until maybe something happened, like for, with, like with me, it could show up in so many different ways. Um, so this type of stress can manifest in like different ways in your body it could manifest as migraines, autoimmune diseases, um, high blood pressure, right? so many different ways, weight gain, weight loss, it could, it can show up in so many different ways, but it usually always has some kind of a effect on your health. And so I want you to pay attention to all the places in your life. So this is about awareness. The first step is always awareness, right? And so when you see yourself saying things like, um, everyone walks all over me, um, almost everyone takes me for granted. Nobody appreciates the work I do around here. No one respects me or my time or my work, right? I have no time. I feel so overworked and so overwhelmed all the time. Okay, so if you find yourself saying any or all of those things, then that's a clear sign that you need to set and start maintaining some boundaries in your life. So um, I find myself still saying these things to this day. And so setting boundaries, just like any other deep level self-care practice, just like any practice, even when you're talking about working out, you're talking about um, meditation, it takes practice. And sometimes we don't do as well as other times. And what I want you to realize is that this is a like a lifelong practice. But once you get it, I don't know, once you get it down or make a habit of it, it becomes way more natural. And then once you start feeling the benefits of having strong boundaries and having your energy protected and gaining more time for yourself and the things that you want to do, you'll become way more protective of it, I'm telling you. So one thing I want you 
this is very important, right? The one thing I want you to realize is that when it comes to setting and maintaining boundaries, um, you have to take responsibility for this completely on your own. You have to realize that the only person that's going to set the boundaries and maintain them is you. So when you start setting boundaries, you might say, nobody listens to me, <laughs> right? Um, I hear this all the time. Nobody's listening. No one's paying attention to my boundary. They're just ignoring it. And that's why you have to have some kind of a, a repercussion, like a, the way to maintain it. So I'm going to go over that a little bit later. But what I have, what I want you to realize is that when most people aren't so-called respecting your boundaries, and I'm doing like little quotation marks with my fingers, because that's what, that's what it feels like when you set a boundary and somebody doesn't follow it, so to speak. Um, you have to realize that most people are really focused on their own stuff, you know, and they might not be used to you setting any boundaries. You might be that go-to person that does says yes to everything and does everything for everybody. And they just expect that from you. And they might not be used to this whole boundary thing, right? And so it might take some time. And it doesn't mean this person doesn't love you or they don't respect you, right? So don't just jump to that conclusion. It might just take some time and reminders. You have to keep maintaining it. Um, I'm setting this boundary because... This is the reason why. And if and if and if I and if someone doesn't respect that boundary, then this is what I'm going to do. There's going to be like some kind of an outcome. That's the maintenance part. And I'll go over that, like I said, in a little bit. So you have to keep on maintaining that boundary until it sticks a bit. And um that change can take some time. And I just want you to be patient with that. It, it takes some time to really, I, it took me years after being, like I said, a, an award-winning people pleaser. Um, or, you know, some people say, oh, she's a doormat. Oh, everybody walks all over her. You know, like, so like I was one of those people and I'm not embarrassed to say it because usually most people that are like that are very caring, kind people, right? It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that you have to have some protection for yourself. So the next step is to actually start creating the boundaries and figure out how you're going to maintain it. So when I do this with clients, um, I always advise them to write out a script. Okay. And so there's a couple of different important steps. There's like you actually setting the boundary. And I will give you an example at the end of this, at uh, the end of this uh, podcast, but the first step is you setting the boundary. I'm, I'm doing this, but then you're going to say, because this is how this situation makes me feel. And I think it's really important to share your feelings with the other person, because a lot of times that conversation can add, could just turn into a very healing, loving conversation, because maybe you never made that statement before. So if you've never shared those feelings with this other person that you're dealing with, maybe they don't even realize what they're doing is hurting you. And so that might be the first thing that happens. And then, and then the second thing that happens is sometimes, you know, they might like, like put a little pushback on it, but then you have to still follow through and maintain, right? So setting the boundary, telling the person how you feel, and then saying the next time this situation comes up, this is how I'm going to handle it. Okay. And if, cause I, I need this behavior to change, right? This is not working for me. So setting boundaries can be extremely uncomfortable. Um, and creating a script, what that does is it adds a little more comfort to you right? Because you get to practice it. And then it gives you confidence in the situation. Because when you're in that uncomfortable situation, the last thing you're going to remember is exactly 
you know, what you want to say, right? How many of us are eloquent in a very uncomfortable, stressful situation? Not many. So this helps you get there. It's not going to be perfect, but it gets there. And like I said, it's very difficult, but I want to go back to some of the the benefits, right? So like improved sleep, improved health, expanded creativity. What I mean by that is a lot of times when you reduce stress and anxiety, you automatically can open up to more of your creativity. You have more space for it. Um, deeper and more authentic relationships. That's what I was just talking about. Sometimes when you have these deeper conversations with a person and you share, um, I don't like this situation and this is how it makes me feel and this is what I want to change. Like sometimes just having that one conversation can make all the difference in the world and in turn have help you have a more connected, more authentic, deeper relationship with that person. Um, creating space for fun and rest. And as I said, reducing stress and anxiety, which is I'm all here for it. So it's very, it's very worth it, you know, so the benefits are worth it. So it's uncomfortable, but on the other side of that comfort is magic. And I always say that. Um, So as an example of a boundary being set, I'm going to read from my notes because I had to, I had to write this out ahead of time, because if I didn't, I probably would have fumbled a little bit. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm using my Just Breathe roller <laughs> for stressful situations. Okay, so if you if you are listening to this podcast and you're not visually watching me right now, I'm using my stress roller, which is like a essential oil roller that I make to help reduce stress. Okay, so the boundary. So this is just an example. Every time I have any type of disagreement with my partner, they automatically start yelling, talking over me, and sometimes even throwing things. And so this is what you could say. Whenever we disagree, you yell, and we can never have a conversation and resolve our differences. Um, When you do this, this is the part where you're going to share how you feel. I get frustrated and mad, and I feel like this relationship is not really that important to you. I also, maybe you get scared when they throw things, right? So, So stating how you feel is very important. I just I just found a typo in my blog post because I'm reading the notes here. Um, that's okay. I always find the I always find them after the fact. I always read them before I post them. But does that happen to you guys? Because whenever I write something, I read it over a million times. There's always typos, almost always. So stating how you feel is important because it it could be it could turn into as I said a very relevant, very healing conversation. So. Now here's the script part, all right? So you shared how you felt, you shared what you're not happy with, and you're going to say, when this happens from now on, um, I'm probably going to leave until we can have a calm conversation. Um, And then you have to actually leave, okay? So when people come to me and they say, I'm setting boundaries, but no one's listening to me, I always say, well, are you following through with your, your, are you maintaining them? Are you following through with what you said, right? Um, Because that's, that's the most important part. As an example for myself, I and I've shared this many times, when I used to working real estate, um, which at this point now is years ago, um, I had to set a boundary to when I would like turn my phone off and stop responding to clients, which is very hard when you sell real estate because it's a 100% co- commission sales job, right? So you, you turn away business, you don't make money, right? So it's hard to like Um, let go of that at the end of the day, you know, but if you don't let go of that at the end of the day, you realize that you're, you never stop working and you have no quality of life. Right. And so one of the boundaries I set was 
Um, I did a recording on my phone and all calls after, I don't remember the exact time, 7 p.m. will be handled the next day. And so maintaining that boundary was not answering any business calls after 7 p.m. and returning that call the next day. And the only time I didn't do that is if I was in the middle of a negotiation at the t at that time, because you can't be like, okay, well, I'm done for the day. We can negotiate tomorrow. Um, that just doesn't happen. So, <laughs> so anyway, not maintaining that boundary would look like me answering the phone because maybe a favorite client that always buys houses from me calls me or something like that. And not the way I pay for not maintaining that boundary is people will know that 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 recording isn't they're not going to take it serious. The next time that person calls, they're going to know I answered the last time and they might even get pissed off that I didn't answer the phone, right? Also, I'm going to lose that that free time that I had with myself and my children and my family, right? And so setting boundaries and maintaining them, that's the most important part. So it's a very simple process, but it's not easy. Um, as I said, there's always magic on the other side of discomfort, right? So um, if you want to go deeper into boundary work with me, like if this doesn't sound too simple for you, um, then, well, I would also encourage you to read the blog. So uh, I have all these notes in my blog. So if you go to my website, you could read the blog. I'll I'll put a link to the blog in the show notes that, so you could read it because it'll have that step-by-step -step example of the script and then the maintenance, right? But if you want, if you need help and you need guidance with this and you want to go deeper, I do all this work in the boot camp. So part of this series, this deep level self-care series is me sharing all the 11 practices that I teach inside of the boot camp, right? I share these practices with you and I help you master them. So once you're in the program, you're in for life. I, I give you access for life now, and all the upgrades, all the additions that, that I add to it, you have access to that because I want you to be able to, when you need to go back to those practices and kind of maybe study them, you know, and um, maybe you need to a refresher on boundaries and you just can go to the course anytime and you can go inside of there and do it. And I'm doing a very exciting launch. Um, so, um, you can get on the wait list now and registration opens in December. And I'm very excited about this because I'm going to start in January. And usually this is like a self-guided program, but this, this time I'm going to do, um, a launch where, I go through each lesson with you weekly. So each one of these practices, I'm going to go through you in great detail every single week. And I'm going to, um, so anybody that signs up in December will go through each one of these with me personally. Um, and I'm really excited about doing that because I love working closely with the people doing these practices. These practices, um, as I always say, they saved my life and they helped me stay healthy and they helped me thrive in my life. So if you want to get on the wait list to join me in the boot camp starting January, we're going to start mid-January. I'm very excited about it. So just get on the wait list and you'll be the first notified when I open registration in December. Um, probably at the end of December it will open. I'm very excited about it. So um, any questions, reach out to me. I would love it. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to share it. Also, um, if you could give me a, a five-star review and share any comments that you have about it, I would love for you to do that. If you do that, definitely share it with me on social media. I would love to thank you um, right then and there. So you could reach out to me on Instagram at Tina Stinson Coach. That's always in the show notes. You could 
uh, find me on every place else you can find me. All the links are in the show notes. So just go there and you could reach out to me. Um, all right, guys, until next week, I'll be sharing practice number three. I'm probably going to be posting the podcast a little later next week, later in the week, probably on a Friday, because I'm going away for my birthday. My birthday is on the 24th. And so um, I think, actually, I think, I don't can't remember if my birthday is Tuesday or Wednesday, but so I won't be in town. So you'll be able to catch the podcast on Friday. I also have some guest episodes coming up, so you'll have access to those. Okay, guys, love you. See you next time.